are listening to A Quiet Mind. Good morning, podcast listeners. Today is Wednesday, February 11th, it's 2015. I'm sitting here drinking my coffee, getting ready to go to work, waking up, looking at the time, seeing I don't have much time. But I just wanted to share this with you this morning because I think it's important. We, we all know that life is difficult. We all know that there's pain and suffering in what it is that we do. And there's also joy and happiness in our experience. And sometimes, though, uh, the world kicks our ass <laughs> or we feel like, we're really having a bad day or we're really having a bad month or a bad year or a bad life and we're just getting knocked down and no matter what it is that we do it's not right no matter what it is that we do in our observation of our patterns they still persist and we may take this as a personal failure and I want to tell you that I want to remind you that it's it's totally okay to fail. It's okay to be the worst meditator. It's, it's okay to be constantly forgetful of your supposed practice. And uh, why, why do we want to um, say that it's okay? You know, well, like I said, because this is, this is not anything easy. And it does go against the stream of supposed reality when you decide that you want to be one of these people who's going to become conscious of your thoughts and conscious of your, your actions, conscious of your participation in the world. And once again, I want to reiterate that those that decide that want to, that want to wake up is what I say. Um, there's a process that we go through and we sometimes we think we're going to make progress and we begin to have goals around that and we create um, uh, concepts around um, you know once once this happens for me and I really understand how it all works I'm going to reach this place of perfection and um, in creating that maybe we create it consciously maybe we don't create it consciously, but I'm just here to remind you that there, failure is inevitable. We're going to fail. And we may or may not have uh, a pattern to fail and then begin that self-deprecating uh, thought, thinking, speaking, acting, um, where we beat ourselves up so much that that, that then becomes our practice. So I'm here to remind you to be conscious of uh, just how how difficult this is, and it it also can be easeful, but I've or easy, but I frankly have never experienced that. I've experienced those moments at times in my meditation practice where I'm experiencing samadhi or bliss, but. It's, it's not really our duty to somehow always be feeling that 
at all times and that that then becomes a goal. As in, if I'm always in samadhi, then while I'm at work, I'll be, you know, blissed out and um, then everything will be okay. And I'm not able to reach that, so I'm a failure. Um, So then everything that we've worked for, because we've set up a goal and we haven't achieved it, we're now going to consider ourselves to be a failure. And why not give yourself permission to fail? And this is very difficult and maybe doesn't make a lot of sense, but I need to give myself permission to fail. Um, and I notice that when I do, that maybe for a period of time without really being conscious of it, I had been holding on to, um, that, the negative, the negative, um, uh, criticism of my own activity and, and, uh, practice in the world. And that I may have gone down that path for a while without even being, uh, aware that what I was doing was, um, assessing my progress. <laughs> and that actually can be in a quiet mind speak, it can be quite dangerous to assess one's progress because then if you're assessing your progress, then you obviously you have a goal and you have an expectation of an outcome. And I know that that sounds absolutely crazy because just about everything we do in our life is goal driven. You know, we have these goals that are set, uh, I'll work this long, then I'll retire and then I'll go fishing. And there's nothing wrong with those types of goals, but in the context of the way that we're, we're watching ourselves, and, and that really is the quiet mind practices. You're, you're, you're just watching yourself. You're becoming a good uh, observer of your behavior and your patterns and your, the way you think, the, the, the way you um, act in certain circumstances and situations. And embracing that watcher, um, the practice then becomes one of observation. You know, I was just watching this wonderful um, movie called River of No Return about this couple that goes into the Idaho wilderness. And at one point he says, well, I wasn't there to do research. Um, he's, a, he has been watching this wolf pack and, and he, he observes and he tags and he works for the Nez Pierce, um, tribe watching, uh, the wolves. And, um, but he, uh, he tags them. He, you know, there's the data that he's gathering, et cetera, et cetera. So this time he decided to go just to, I'm there just to observe, just to watch. And that's something that we have to remember. We can imagine what it's like when we're watching something outside of ourself. And in that moment that we have where we're watching and we've let go of all of our internal dialogue about whatever is transpiring in front of us. In other words, we're like the wolf guy. We're, we're no longer here to study it in that aspect and grab all the data because that's what we're doing constantly. We're constantly uh, critiquing ourselves. We're constantly have little check marks inside of our mind to see if we've done right or if we've done wrong, just like the, you know, the Santa Claus list. And the opportunity that we have here is to become aware of that habit and notice that in this particular um, path or, or method or whatever you want to call it, um, we have to remember that we're not here to, 
to always be making a checklist. There are times when we're here just to watch, just to observe. And when we are in that state, we can see that there is one that is watching the, the one that is aware. So that's what we want to remember. And when we get stuck in that mode again, the self-deprecating thought or the coach or the, the, the critic, the mind critic, that we remind ourselves to realign with watching the watcher. And that's what I wanted to, to remind you today is a couple, remember now, we're going to fail. This is, I don't want to say this isn't easy because then that kind of sets it up, sets us up, but we have to have a dialogue here. This can be difficult because not only is life already tough, but now we're going to swim against the stream. So that means that this is work until it's not. So notice if you get stuck in this place where you're not allowing yourself to make mistakes, you're not allowing yourself to fail. And notice that when you do fail and you start to criticize yourself, that this is, this may be something that you may want to become aware of that very rarely does a negative critique create a positive outcome. Um, when we're working on our own inner, um, thoughts. Again, what we're doing is we're creating a non-dual experience and non-dual meaning where we objectify, you know, everything outside of us. We're separate from everything. We are separate from what it is that we want. We're separate from everything else. And this, um, or that would rather be the dualistic, not non-dual. The, the non-dual approach is an understanding that there is no nothing separating you from what it is that you're seeking. In other words, your happiness and being joyful and um, all of these things are something that are your true nature and they're not something that you're going to have one day. The point here is to realize that once we start to begin to understand and become aware of this witness in us that is simply just this pure awareness, um, we can start to uh, experience, actually experience something non-dual. In other words, something harmonious. So let's remember, it's okay to fail. Make sure that you're not setting goals for yourself that are unreasonable. Understand that this is difficult and you are pushing against the stream. And uh, remember to stop, like I always say, catch yourself. Notice that you may be falling into this old pattern of critiquing yourself to a point of where that is the entire experience. So there's no more, there's no more mindfulness practice going on. There's only just a critiquing and then a setting, how we set ourselves up for failure because we may be way too hard on ourselves. But that doesn't mean that we don't continue and we don't continue to, um, to work on this. It's just, we need to know the territory as we progress and we, we move forward in life and we take these steps. So that's the obvious territory. And, and I just wanted to remind you of that. 
it's okay to fail. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.